Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is the Sports Edge with Rick Wolf on your flagship station for New York sports. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM. WFAN New York. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Rick Wolf's Sports Edge. I'm your host, Rick Wolf. Well, we've discussed a lot of bizarre and unexpected coaching cases over the years on the show, but this one, the one we're going to talk about this morning, this one made headlines this past week. It's just really really just hard to fathom. It's one of those stories that in this day and age of increased uh, cultural sensitivity, it's difficult to comprehend what the head football coach and his five assistants were thinking. Now let me go into the specifics of the case in case you hadn't heard about this. A couple of weeks ago at McKinley High School in Canton, Ohio, One of the school's top football players, a a junior who was not named since he's a minor, well, he missed a voluntary weight training session because he says his shoulder was injured. And according to media reports, the head coach at McKinley High, a fellow named Marcus Watley, he felt that the kid needed a little, little discipline to stay focused. And apparently the youngster is uh, already receiving interest from Division I programs. In other words, the coach and his staff were beginning to feel that uh, this youngster was getting a bit lax uh, in his dedication to his practice sessions. So the coach, along with several of his assistants, came up with what they thought was an appropriate bit of discipline. During the, the following week's team practice, they had the junior football player come in, He sat in a chair in the gym, and in front of his teammates was instructed to eat a pepperoni pizza, or else. Now, it's not totally detailed as to what the consequences would be if this this youngster refused to eat the pizza, but it was assumed that if he didn't, then his teammates would have to pay the price on his behalf in terms of having to do extra running, more conditioning, and more work. And as you know, that's a fairly common ploy by coaches to put pressure on an individual player to not let their teammates down. In any event, uh, the kid, the football player, he protested numerous times to the coach and the staff about not being allowed to eat the pepperoni pizza because it was made of pork, and his family happens to keep a kosher diet. 
Uh, one report says the kid then actually removed uh, the slices of pepperoni from the pizza and ate the pie reluctantly, only because if he didn't, he feared, of course, reprisals from the coach and the coaching staff. When the kid's parents heard about all this, of course, but uh, the so-called disciplinary move by the coach, uh, they immediately contacted their attorney, and they're now considering filing a lawsuit regarding their son being prosecuted for his religious beliefs. Meanwhile, a few days later, the school board heard about all this, got together, reviewed all the evidence, and immediately fired the head coach and five of his assistants. The story has gone national in scope. And, of course, begs a bunch of questions for coaches and educators and parents. And hopefully uh, I, I'll get some thoughts and feedback from you this morning. Of course, our number is one 337 6666 But, look, let's talk about this. Look, number one, we talk all the time about cautioning our kids to always think first before they say or do anything. Think about the consequences ahead of time. But <laughs> the irony is... That advice, which is solid, good advice, not only applies to kids, it applies to coaches as well. You've got to think about what you do and say before you go out and actually implement it. By the way, along those same lines, okay, the head coach, fine, he, he, he made his decision that he thought it was a good idea, but I'm also concerned about his assistant coaches, all of them adults, that they didn't speak up and have the courage or, or the presence of mind to say to the head coach, you know, this is probably not a good idea to force a kid who is obviously uh, keeps a, his family keeps a kosher kitchen and force him to eat a food that runs totally contrary to their religious beliefs. And by the way, the coach knew about the fact that the kid uh, was Jewish and, and obviously you know, decided, so what? I'm moving ahead and doing this. Now look, discipline, we all know, is a good an important and a vital part of high school sports. We all know, we all know that, well, we respect that. But the takeaway from all this is that you have to set forth them, before you set forth the disciplinary action with your players, first you got to think about it, then run the idea past your, your coaching staff, and then think about it again. It just doesn't make any sense as to what, what was going through this coach and the coaching staff, uh, their heads. What were they thinking? And I'm curious to your thoughts about this because, you know, maybe, and look, maybe some of you thought that the punishment uh, in terms of the coaches losing their jobs right away, maybe you think that was too harsh. It's very possible you might feel that, nah, it's a little too strong a punishment. They obviously made a mistake. Uh, it, was a, it was a poor uh, execution of judgment on their parts. But to get fired, to be dismissed... What do you think? One eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. But the overall question still remains: How in this day and age does this kind of short-sighted coaching take place? I mean, it's just bizarre to me. I mean, this again, this wasn't a uh, heat of the moment, instantaneous judgment call. This punishment was clearly planned out, discussed. Uh, it, it, it was discussed ahead of time by the head coach uh, with his coaching staff. And even if they hadn't had long coach, uh, discussion about it, you would have thought that somebody in the coaching staff, one of the assistants would have spoken up and said, hey, you know, Coach Watley, I'm not sure this is a good idea. Why, why are we basically picking on this kid and persecuting him? Isn't there some other better way to discipline this 
to, to figure this out. How could they think this was a good idea and then just go ahead and do it? And by the way, I do want to send my thanks out to uh, longtime Sports Edge listener uh, Jen Dorch uh, for giving me the heads up about this alarming story. All right, let's, let's take some of your calls here. Let's start this morning's conversation with uh, Mike down in West Palm Beach, Florida. Mike, good morning. You're on the fan. Good morning, Rick. Uh, long time no speak. Originally from East Rockaway. Oh, um, yes, Mike. Mike, okay. I know you're from East Rockaway, but not from <laughs> West cool. Palm Beach. Okay. You know, and a good shout-out to Nick, uh, good producer. You know, i got to mention, uh, I keep in touch with him all the time. You played against him, Bob Hirschfield, my coach. Oh, Hirsch um, is the best, of course. Yes. I'm the best, you know. Um, I keep in touch with him all the time. Good. Um, you know, some of these stories, Rick, you, you know, truth is stranger than fiction. You can't make this stuff up, right? C- correct. Um, it, it's incredible. Um you know what? What enters a coach's mind when he forces a uh, one of his uh, one of his boys or girls who he's coaching to do a certain thing, eat a certain food? Um, you know, so many stories on your show in the past. Uh, um, Boston, Massachusetts, ten-year-old yep, yep, uh, yep. practice hockey, mm-hmm. and and parent, you know, assaults the coach, and it's uh, unbelievable. But you know what? Um, I go back uh, 1973, Rick, Tuesday nights at Baldwin Park when I saw, uh, didn't know you at the time, but uh, summer ball against Hirsch. Um, and, uh, you know, Rick, uh, I know you got people on deck. Uh, it's been a while. I'm glad I touched base with you. And um, your show, um, I've heard it over the years, uh, one-hour show. Uh, should be longer, but I'm glad you're still on, you know, Sunday mornings. <laughs> well, thank you, Mike. Thank you very much. Good to hear from you. Thank you, as always. And if you see Bob Hirschfield, give him my best regards. You know, the I, I thing is, uh, in fact, Mike had mentioned back back the 1970s. Now, we like to think that as a society, as a culture, as, as a sports, uh, you know, in terms of what we do and how we treat our kids, we'd like to think that we have somehow grown and evolved Clearly, 40, 50 years ago, back in the day, a lot of things that coaches did uh, in terms of discipline with their players would be uh, just uh, unheard of today. It just it We'd be shocked by it. But again, for those of us of a certain age, that's how coaches worked in those days, and, and people just sort of might have shook their heads, but nobody ever questioned. But now we have grown. We do question these things uh, about how coaches treat their players. And again, this story... Uh, about how a coach forces a kid to eat a pizza against his religious beliefs is just like, what are you thinking? This is not 1973. Uh, even then it would have been outrageous. But even today, in the year 2021, it just doesn't make any sense at all. And the question I have is, how could this happen? I mean, what was the coach thinking? What was the staff thinking? I mean, I, I find the coaching staff just as uh, as guilty in this for not speaking up and saying to the coach, you can't do this to this kid. First of all, he, the kid's a really good player. Why do you want to do this to him? Because he missed a voluntary weight training session. What is going on here? Uh, I, I just find this to be outrageous. And again, there's just something really weird going on. Again, we, we, we've talked about how coaches need to think ahead and, and to basically do the right thing for their kids and to motivate them. Well, does this provide motivation for that youngster? How about the rest of his teammates when they're watching this thinking, God, this is just horrible. This is awkward. This is terrible. 
All right, let me, let me do this. Let me, let me take a time out. Uh, when I come back, we'll take more of your calls and comments about the situation and what you think should have been happened here with the coach, the coaching staff. Is, uh, you know, what, what do you think? Is there another, was there a better solution? Was this the appropriate punishment uh, to this situation? one 337 6666 I'll take a break. Come back. We'll take your calls. Stay with me. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. talking this morning about the football coach and his staff out in Canton, Ohio, who thought it would be a good idea to discipline one of their players by forcing him to eat a pepperoni pizza, even though the coaching staff knew it went against the boys' religious beliefs. Uh, and we're talking about uh, the fact that the coach and the staff, uh, they were fired. Uh, there will probably be a civil lawsuit from the kids' parents. Uh, and the question is, was this the appropriate punishment? Uh, should have been more of a uh, more of a punishment uh, to these coaches, if that's even possible. And we're taking your calls, of course, at one eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let's start our conversation uh, on this segment uh, with Jack Smithland over in Fairlawn. Jack, good morning. I can just imagine what you thought about this case. Well, you know, Rick, it's it's a situation where you know when things like this happen. I, I take a step back and I and I just think, you know, listen, I've been a coach for I'm still coaching. I started coaching in nineteen seventy five. Yep. And I've been coaching I think what is that, forty eight years, who knows? I mean I can't yeah. count the days anymore. But and I think back about some of the things that I did as a coach and I made plenty of mistakes. Things that I'm even sorry for these days. But you know what, Rick? This wasn't a mistake. This was something like you said, they planned out. Yes, And, you know, I, I was at a bar mitzvah last night. I, I am Jewish. My two sons and wife are both Jewish. Yep. And one of my cousins came up to me and spoke to me about this. He said, did you hear it? I said, well, it's funny because Rick Wolf's show tomorrow is going to be about this topic. And first of all, like you said before, back in 1970, this would not have been overlooked. This would not have been a, a crank, you know, type or a prank type of thing where, oh, it's funny. This coaches actually think this was funny, what they did. And you know what? The consequences should be exactly what happened. You know, I said to you the other day, maybe this is the coach from Massachusetts who moved to Ohio <laughs> and, and did this, you know, the guy who used all the, uh, all the uh, Nazi sayings in his uh, audibles. I mean, yes, yes. Uh, you know, you talked about it right at the beginning, and I and, and, and I appreciate that you talked about it because I talk about it many times. I taught for, you know, 
44 years, and more than 35, 30 of those years, I taught learning disabled children, handicapped kids. Um, and they had impulsivity. You know, this was not an impulsive act. Mm-hmm. This was something, like you said, was planned. I consider this, in my opinion, in my heart, I consider this a hate crime. I really do. And, you know, being anti-Semitic is, is something that's very common today. I see it all the time. And this actually was an anti-Semitic act. It was something against this child's religion. I, and it's to make hard. something that... Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's hard not to, to make that conclusion. I mean, uh, yep. because on the face of it, that certainly seems to be what, what transpired here. Uh, however, uh, you know, trying to give these coaches whatever benefit of the doubt that I possibly can, you can sort of say, well, it was a terribly, terribly misguided move. Uh, to to discipline or to motivate a player, it's just so stupid, Jack. It's hard to figure out what what ex- why somebody somewhere didn't say, "Are you sure, Coach? We want to do this. This is really outrageous," and that's why that bothers me. That bothers me too, Rick. That yeah. these you know they had a coaching staff for five or six coaches, and there's not one person there that actually said, "Oh, let me think." I listen to Rick Wolf's show every week, and I heard Jack Smithlin and many other people say, "You know, why don't we think before we act?" Yeah. Why don't we think about the consequences to what we're going to do? Did they think that anything good was going to come of this? Did they think that they were going to motivate a Jewish boy by making him eat pork? I mean, come on. He's lucky I, the kid doesn't quit the team. Somebody well, goes, sick it, that's, you know? But as a matter of fact, there is, there are, uh, and Jack, as always, let me get some more calls, but thank you as always for thank your good you, thoughts. Rick. Thank you, Thank you. You bet. You know, there, uh, just to follow up on Jack's thought, uh, there are reports that this kid, who apparently is a talented football player and has already received interest from some uh, Division One programs, there is some thought that he's going to basically transfer out of the school. Even though the coaching staff has been fired, that he's going to basically transfer to another school to finish his high school career. Again, we'll see what, what transpires uh, with that. But it, it's, just, it's just really... Again, the lack of forethought, the lack of consideration, the lack of all these things really is very unsettling. Let's move on. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Tom's River where Dan is standing by. Dan, good morning. You're on the fan. Hey, good, good morning, Rick. Uh, pleasure to finally speak to you. I listen to your show every Sunday morning. You have a lot of good topics, whether it's the girl uh, with the soccer girl or baseball uh, needing to, to step their game up with all these strikeouts, but... Mm-hmm. I wanted to call in this morning because, you know, this is an interesting topic to me. You know, I played a lot of sports in high school, and I've had a lot of strict coaches, and I've had uh, a couple cruel coaches, actually. We had this one coach in high school who uh, made it a requirement uh, to, to be a certain weight, and this isn't for wrestling or anything. This was for ice hockey, and we all had to run a, a certain time uh, in the mile uh, a couple weeks before the season. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to make the varsity team. And mm-hmm. uh, there was actually a couple of really good players that we lost due to this, this strict requirement to running a mile. And, yeah. you know, but uh, uh, as far as the, uh, the coach uh, going and uh, telling a kid, like your last caller hit the, uh, the nose right on the head. And uh, I, I honestly think that this is, is more of like a, a hate crime, Rick, because, you know, like, Dana Lucia? No, I'm here, Rick. I'm go sorry. Ahead, go. You said I, I, I just, it doesn't sit well with me. You know, I'm not going to take up too much of your time either because right. the last caller hit, 
hit the nose on the head. And, you know, it just seems to me like, you know, like you and I, I don't think we have it in our hearts if we know a kid is Jewish and we're coaching him. There's a million other ways that we could think of disciplining him uh, uh, in, a, in, in a way that will actually make him better at his craft. I mean, if a kid does something wrong, I mean, you're telling me as a, as a coach of a high school varsity that you can't think of a way to discipline a kid that will actually it, – it'll, it'll, you flip it in a 360, that will help him in his next game. Like, there's so many different ways that you could think of to – and I'm not going to rattle them off – other than making a kid go against his religion and eat something that – that is prohibited from his religion. And I'm a Catholic. I'm not Jewish. But to me, as a Catholic, that just seems to me like such a hate crime, Rick. And I hope that this coach never coaches high school again. And if he does, I hope he learns his lesson and he, and he, and he thinks of different ways to discipline kids. But I want to uh, not take up any more of your time. I love your show, Rick. I drive to work every Sunday morning, and I listen to every topic. And you, you, I hope you stay on the air for a long time, my friend. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dan. And I, I will tell you, uh, and I agree with you, that this is just, if there's any any possible silver lining to be taken from this situation is that maybe this is just uh, a cautionary tale that anybody who's involved in teaching or coaching, uh, and let's face it, coaches have such a huge impact on our kids when it comes to not just sports, but the way they view life and, and the way they, they see our society and how they make contributions to this world. Uh, maybe the takeaway in this is that, you know, I ought to keep this tucked away in the back of my head as a coach because if I ever have the idea that I have to discipline a kid, uh, i got to make sure I think about the right and appropriate way to punish or discipline a youngster so I don't fall into this horrible trap where basically I'm, I'm you know, persecuting a kid because of his religious beliefs. That's the only possible you know, positive takeaway from this, I think. And, and uh, it's a harsh one because it's just most people would say, no, that's just stupid. Why would you even think about doing something like this with one of your kids, one of your, one of your better players for that matter? Uh, it's just bizarre. Let's let's move on. Let's go to uh, let's go out to uh, let's go to Rick in Westchester County. Rick, good morning. You're next up on the fan. Hey, good morning, Rick. How are you this morning? Good, Rick. Uh, you know, when I first read this article, I, I did a double take, and then I I realized that uh, uh, there was a little more to to this than met the surface. Uh, now, uh, we we're obviously in a very divisive society right now, where Elderly Asian American women are sucker punched on the street. Um, there's all kinds of things going on, but anti-Semitism has risen 2,000 percent this past year. 2,000 uh, percent in in hate crimes against Jews across the country. So when I read this article, I, I looked a, a little deeper into what was going on. The coach of the team is an African American gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, co- the coaches, the assistants are as well. Mm-hmm. And in Canton, Ohio, where the Hall, NFL Hall of Fame is, which is football central, this kid on uh, in question was one of the, the team captains. He's one of the leaders on the team, well-respected. The team is 50-50, black and white, and uh, well-liked, you know, and everything else. Now, reverse the situation, because the hypocrisy of this thing is what really gets me. Could you imagine if a Jewish coach disciplined an African-American football player by forcing him in front of the whole entire team as a punishment to sit down and eat fried chicken and watermelon, let's say, for sake of argument. This article, this story would get international acclaim. There'd be protests in the streets. There'd be people screaming, yelling. Yes, they were fired. 
yes, it was a, a just, uh, you know, uh, action against these, these idiotic coaches. And I put the word coaches in, in, in parentheses here because, I mean, what, what kind of person coaches a kid to do that? Now, what's going to happen here is, is going to be something very interesting because the parents are uh, going to sue the school board. And they and they have every right to because uh, again this is as one of your callers stated this is a hate crime, you know. Well, look, it's look, nothing, Rick, I, nothing. I, I hear what you're saying, and I I I understand of course the the, the larger scope of this in terms of its political uh, consequences, but I really want to stay focused because this is the, the confines of my show is to talk about coaching and sports parenting issues. Uh, I'm not disagreeing with you. Uh, but yes, it turns out yes, the the the, uh, the head football coach happens to be African American. Uh, the youngster has not been identified, as I mentioned. He's he's a minor, uh, but I did see his father on some media mm-hmm. accounts, and he happens to be African American as well. Uh, mm-hmm. The superintendent of the school is African American. I mean, who decided to basically along with the school board to fire these coaches? There are obviously these all this, you know, undercurrents in terms of what all this means. However. When you come right back down to it, regardless of of, of all the political and uh, whether it's uh, anti-Semitism or, or African-American concerns, but the bottom line is this is still a coaching situation. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just mm-hmm. wrong. It's just wrong for any coach to be so, so stupid uh, yeah. to basically go out and, and to figure out that, um, you know, mm-hmm. he – that he's going to punish one of his kids in a, in a totally wrong way. Um, so, well, you, 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 you know, you mentioned, I'll, I'll wrap it up. I know you have other calls, yes. but you, what, you, what you said is very important. This is a premeditated yes. Uh, yes. act here. This, there wasn't a pepperoni pizza just happened to be sitting no. there in the gym no. in the middle of the thing. <laughs> These guys had to order a pepperoni. And by the way, the kid took the pepperoni pizza off and still refused to eat it yes. because there were, remnant, there were remnants of the uh, pork on the pizza. And they said, okay, you know, I can eat it. You're, you're going to be off the team. And the kid Rick, was forced to eat it. Let me stop you there because I do have some other callers. But you're absolutely right. The fact is this was, and this really bothers me the most, is that it was a premeditated, conscious decision by this coach to say, here's how we're going to discipline this kid and get his attention to, to you know, come to practices more often. I mean, whatever. It's just wrong. Rick, thank you. Thank you for your thoughts. I obviously hear what you're saying. And, um, yeah, this is really uh, – this is just a terrible situation. Uh, we'll see what kind of ripple effect this this uh, situation has in the weeks to come. Let me uh, move quickly over to uh, Chris uh, and Beth Page. Chris, uh, you're next up on the fan. Hey, yeah, Rick. Um, listen, I don't. I know you don't want to get into the big ramifications of of this, and you say it's a coaching issue. But that previous caller really stole my thunder. I mean, listen. This guy, it was premeditated in the fact that he was making meat pork. I mean, yes. that, yeah, so it's just, he didn't, you know, it, it wasn't like he said, listen, you're going to have to come and run wind sprints in front of everybody or or the whole team's going to suffer. That's what they used to do in the old days. They'd make <laughs> you run wind sprints, and if you didn't do them fast enough, the whole team would have to run laps, you know, Correct. that goes the way to do it. So this this was specifically aimed he and those other coaches must have got together and said, hey, the kid's Jewish. Let's really go at the core of what's going to – let's make him do something that goes against his beliefs. I mean, it really is a heinous, sick thing. And I'm so glad that they fired him and there wasn't any, uh, you know, listen, he deserved to be a mean expelled. And, you know, Rick, what I want to know is what else has this coach 
done in the past too. Is this the first incident? I, you know, well, it just seems, you know, I'm just wondering. Uh, Chris, uh, uh, yeah, that's one of the thoughts I had as well. Is, is this is this could have uh, this coach have a track record of doing this kind of thing? Does it does this expose, uh, you know, that that the guy must uh, have other, you know, uh, you know, racist concerns or or, or, or anti-Semitic uh, ideas in his head? But the point is, he has been fired. Uh, and and this is a real real issue, Chris. Thank you for the call. All right, sure. You know, thanks. This, you know, and I, I, again, just trying to isolate this into the coaching situations. I said before, look, you know, this is just a this is just a, a situation where we know that we're a nation, we're a country, we are built on diversity, and we all know that and accept that. And coaches, you know, it really bears repeating that you have. A tremendous impact on young people and how they grow and how they see the world around them. It's it's so this is a big responsibility for any coach, and and that's why you always always have to take a moment and think ahead, particularly when it comes to situations like discipline and punishment and singling out players. I mean, we always preach to our kids about thinking ahead of their actions. Remember, we've talked for years about how kids go on social media and post stuff that they regret later on. It's very comparable to what this coach did. Kids have a chance to consciously think ahead of time what they're doing if they're going out and posting nonsense on social media or, or decide to, uh, to you know, drink alcohol and get into a car. I mean, think ahead. This is very, very parallel to what this coach did. And again, you have to think about these actions. However, Again, it's going to be curious to see how this thing begins to play out uh, in the weeks to come because it's so bizarre. It's so strange, particularly in light of all the, the, the sensitivity we have in our society today. All right, let me, let me take a time out. When I come back, I'll go right back to your calls at one 337 6666. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Biggest fan, 
Hey, don't forget that uh, 9 o'clock uh, this morning, Richard Meir comes along. And, of course, Richard has great insights and great commentary. Make sure you stick around for Richard at 9 after uh, the Sports Edge. I remind you, you can always follow me on Twitter and uh, go to my website at AskCoachWolf.com. Speaking of which, starting in the fall, I'm going to resume doing more in-person presentations on sports parenting topics as well as sports psychology. The truth is, uh, Zoom calls just aren't the same as opposed to doing talks in person. So if you want to contact me about uh, doing an event uh, for your school or your athletic uh, booster club, whatever it might be, uh, your sports teams, I can be reached at uh, askcoachwolf.com. You can follow uh, the very quick instructions to, to track me down. Okay, we're talking about this horrendous situation that happened out in Canton, Ohio, where the, uh, the head football coach decided a, way, a, a smart way, quote-unquote, to motivate one of his players was, though, even though the kid was, is Jewish, to force him to eat a, a pepperoni pizza, pepperoni being made of pork. And, of course, that's against the kid's uh, religious beliefs because his family keeps a kosher diet. Uh, and it's just really unbelievably stupid, uh, short-sighted, use any adjective you want. But the coach uh, was uh, fired along with his uh, five assistants, for, for coming up with this uh, really idiotic uh, stunt. And again, it happens to be the kid was Jewish, but as we've talked already on the show, it makes no difference, you know, the, the, what the kid's race is or religious beliefs, whatever it might be. You just don't do this as a coach. You don't, particularly in this, in this day and age where we think we've evolved as a society, you don't make fun of a kid's religious beliefs uh, or his, uh, his heritage, uh, whether he's, again, Asian, African-American, his gender, whether he's gay, whatever it might be. You just don't do this. You just don't do this. And in this case, the coach and his staff obviously apparently weren't paying attention to the rest of the, the, the world, pulled this stunt off, and the coach, uh, the kid was obviously humiliated. The coach was fired, and, and, uh, and rightfully so. Let's go back to your calls at one eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let's go to uh, sort of Anthony in Little Falls. Good morning, Anthony. You're on the fan. Morning. How are you today? Good, Anthony. Uh, I had a quick question, um, and, and no, I, I think this was horrible as well. And no way am I thinking that this should have happened. But is there, just like most coaches have some type of CPR training or, or, or some type of, you know, basic medical training being a coach, do they have, a, a, even if it's online, some type of a certification that coaches have to be made aware of these types of incidences or even to say, if you're going to discipline a team, this is a universal method of discipline that is effective that or our coaches just hired and they do what they do. I don't know. Well, at the high school level, certainly the coaches have to go through uh, any number of hoops and hurdles in terms of uh, right. you know, being certified, uh, having you know, passed CPR tests, uh, background checks, uh, and so on and so right. forth. And, of course, the athletic director, who's so much involved in the hiring of this, clearly is trying to go through and do some due diligence and homework on each coach and check the references and what have you. But, you know, an athletic director... You know, can't can't uh, can't be everywhere to every coach all the time, and clearly in a situation like this, you would assume that somebody I would mean, have said, you know, common yeah. sense. I mean, if the athletic director at McKinley right. High School heard about this, he would have said to the coach, "No, no, no, you're not doing that. You know, that's that's idiotic. Right. That's stupid." So, 
But yes, right. there is obviously a, a, pro, a, a process that's involved uh, to try to filter out coaches. Uh, and I hope you hope and pray that coaches are good and do have this kind of common sense baked into their into their DNA. But apparently, there's still coaches out there who don't. Uh, and thank you for the call. Let me move on. My time is limited. Let me go to, let me go to Michael down in Virginia. Mike, good morning. You're on the fan. Hey, great morning to you, Rick. And once again, another wonderful topic. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm listening to the callers and everybody's focused around the discipline piece. Yes. And how the kid was being disciplined. But if I'm not mistaken, you did say that this was a volunteer uh, workout session, correct? Correct. He wasn't supposed to be there, and he said that his he had hurt his shoulder previously, and he didn't feel like he was ready to go uh, to his weight training session. So that's why the kid didn't show up. Exactly. So with that being the case, why did the coach take it in his mind that this kid required discipline? He probably hurt his shoulder during the practice, so the coach should be aware of. It. <laughs> I, I think the coach should be banned. You know, well, banned from coaching. I, I, uh, not know, just fired, but banned. Mike, that that thought uh, crossed my mind as well. As I said earlier in the hour, I said, well, is this a, enough of a punishment? Maybe the state of Ohio should just say to this coach, you know, you're going to be you're going to lose your license to coach for several years. But then again, you have to wonder, would any other school district hire this guy? I mean, it's like with this kind of history. I mean, the lack of, of uh, total common sense, lack of sensitivity, it's just bizarre. Uh, um, and again, as you said, it was a voluntary weight training program that the kid had, had missed. Um, and, and there, you know, <laughs> as we both know, there's so many other ways to, to come up with uh, ways to prod or, or to motivate a kid. If you think the kid's getting soft, I think the kid is just not paying, paying attention uh, to what the other teammates are doing, there are lots and lots of other ways to get to the kid to, to understand how important it is to, to make the effort to be as many practices as you possibly can. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with you 100%, Rick. Great show as always. Michael, thank you again. Always good to hear from you. I'm glad you got through this morning. Let's move on. Let's go to uh, let's go to Brett out in Farmingdale. Brett, good morning. You're next in line on the fan. Okay, let's go to let's try uh, let's go to Ed up in Mohegan. Ed, good morning. You're next in line. Good morning. How are you? Good, Ed. Uh, you know, I listened to your show for a long time, and I've never called in before. Yeah. But uh, I got to And look, it, it it wasn't right what this this coach did at all. I have a hard time calling it a hate crime. I mean, it wasn't right, but you gotta know this guy. Some people just aren't—they're not as religious as other people, and you do need to take that into consideration, especially when you're working with children. But I mean, I, to fire him, to come on with this sanctimonious attitude and say ban him, never let him coach again—I think it's more of a precautionary tale to keep this guy on, suspend him. But keep him on as a reminder and maybe teach him. I mean, you know, it's not so long ago they forced prayer in school. So it's, it's really not a far cry from that when you think about it. Humiliating? Yes. I mean, did the kid actually eat the pizza? I don't know. Did he, or did he, did he not eat it? Did no, he, he ate it. From? He had to because he, he feared reprisals from the coach and the coaching staff. 
All right, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, so is the kid, was he that afraid of being kicked off the team that he could just disregard his religion like that? Ed, you I mean, got to I mean, you, you put yourself in the shoes of a kid who's a 17-year-old who knows he's got a chance to go to college to play football on an athletic scholarship, and that's the head coach looking at you saying, here's what you have to do to earn back the respect of us and your the coaching staff and your teammates. The kid, yeah. I mean, you got to think, a 17-year-old kid, how is it? I mean, you might say, well, why didn't the kid just get up and walk out and say, well, I, this, is, this is outrageous, and I'm just not going to do this, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll transfer for a different high school. I mean, it's just, it's very awkward for, for a youngster to be in that kind of unpredictable situation and be confronted. He didn't it know is, this was going to happen. It is awkward, but what about, his other, what about the teammates? I mean, were they on the side of the coach? Or were they on the side of his on, on, I, on this on this boy? That that I don't know because obviously now, I wasn't I'd love there, to hear but... what happened. Because <laughs> if it was my friend, I wouldn't push. I'd say, you know what? Screw it. Don't eat the pizza. Yeah, you know I, what I mean. I, I, I would. It would be nice if uh, if that had happened, where some of his teammates had said to the kid, you know what? This this is really off base. You just should just get up and walk out, and we're with you. If the kids had had absolutely in with... a, yeah. a show of unity, absolutely. But, that but I mean, comparing it. To like the the, uh, the violence with, with Asians, it's just not even the same. It's well, not the Ed, same thing at all. Here's my point, uh, and thank I got to take a break, but thank you for the call. Here's the, my point I'm trying to make is that if the kids had banded together behind the kid who was being forced to eat the pizza, and the rest of the teammates had got up and said, "No, we're not doing this. This is crazy. Uh, this is wrong," then those those kids in that football team would have been the real heroes to have basically been the real, quote-unquote, adults in the room and said, this is not the way we were raised, and this is wrong, and you can't, you know, uh, persecute a kid for his religious beliefs. If they had done that, they would all be heroes. But they didn't, because obviously they fear a word about situations with, you know, obviously reprisals themselves, because they all play football in the same for the same coach. But again, or if one of the coaches had said, and said now this is crazy, we made a mistake here, uh, we profusely apologize, uh, we just were just terrible, terrible judgment here. But they didn't do that either they just let this kid be forced to to suffer uh under the spotlight of the coaching staff and that's just flat out wrong and again you can find any number of ways how this applies to our society at large but the fact is in this isolated moment of coaching high school kids this was just so far off the mark and so wrong uh again uh the coach was fired and rightfully so and we'll see what if he gets a job someplace else down the road but this is really really wrong all right let me let me, uh, let me take a short break. When I come back, I go right back to your calls, one 337 6666 After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The Fan. WFAN News. 
Here's the, the disturbing part of all this. The fact is, yeah, we know, of course, this coach uh, at the at McKinley High School out in Ohio, uh, terrible, terrible judgment call. But, you know, if you're a coach and you're involved in everyday uh, experiences and trying to reach out and get to know your kids and know how they are individually and what they respond to, which kids are, are shy, which kids are perhaps more aggressive than others. This is the essence of coaching. We all know that in the coaching profession. The question is, how do you find some sort of simple way to perhaps motivate them or discipline when you think they're not giving 100%? And there are thousands of ways to do this. We all know this. I mean, one of the most standard ways is if uh, you have a kid who you think is sort of dogging it in practice, uh, you put the kid in a chair, you let him sit there, all, and especially in ice hockey, for example, you have all the other kids, all his teammates, you know, go down and they skate uh, back and forth and one end of the rink to the other so that the, co- the kid who's being singled out sees how he's, his teammates are paying the price on his behalf because it's considered the kid wasn't doing enough hard work uh, either during practice or in games. That's a very simple way of getting the kid's attention, getting his teammates to understand that, you know, if they don't, uh, work hard in practice, they too have to pay the price. It's as simple as that. But what this coach did to really pick on the kids' uh, religious beliefs, I mean, it's just uh, all these undertones of, of racism, anti-Semitism, whatever you want to call it, it it's just flat-out wrong. And uh, again, he was rightfully fired, along with his assistants, again, all adults, who didn't uh, have the courage to speak up and say to their head coach, this is flat-out wrong. All right. That's going to do it for me in this edition of the Sports Edge. My thanks this morning to Nick Theodoro. Please stick around for Richard Neer. He's up next, and I'll see you next Sunday right here on the Sports Edge. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 